Hey everybody, welcome back to Investing with Wesley. I think it's safe to say that not everybody has excess funds that they can just give away to people for investment advice. And because of that, not everyone can hire an investment advisor or financial advisor. So today's episode, I wanna to talk to you about DIY investing and how you can make a killing in the stock market completely by yourself with the right knowledge. Let's get into it. Now to start off, there is a lot of people out there that either can't afford or just don't wanna pay for a financial advisor, so they attempt to do what's called DIY investing. Well, the more appropriate name for DIY investing is either self-directed or self-managed investing. And this is exactly what it sounds like. It's investing into the stock market, creating the portfolios, doing all the research yourself so that you don't have to pay an advisor some sort of fee to do it for you. Now when it comes to hiring an advisor or doing it yourself, there's pros and cons to both. A big pro for doing it yourself is that you save money on the fees, thus giving you more money to put into the stock market. But a big con is that it has a giant learning curve and if you mess up, you can lose a lot of money. And the opposite is true. If you hired an advisor, you'd be spending money on fees, which means less money goes into your investments. But you have a professional with hopefully a lot of experience and knowledge that can help recommend exactly what stocks you wanna have in your portfolio. So depending on what kind of role you want to play when it comes to investing, whether you want to play passive and hire an investment manager, or you want to play a more active role and do all the legwork yourself. Each one has its pros and cons. But in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you strictly about self-directed or DIY investing and how you can set up a portfolio to win in the stock market. Now at the heart of it, investing in a company means that you understand how that business works, how it makes money, and you want to be a part owner of that company as well. You shouldn't invest in a company for the sole fact that you think their share price is going to go up over time. So when designing your own portfolio, I want you to keep that in mind. I expect each and every one of you when designing your portfolio and choosing your stocks to understand exactly how those businesses function, how they make money, and that you actually believe in their cause and want to be a part owner in that business. Now me and myself, I have multiple brokerage accounts, but my favorite for creating portfolios is M1 Finance. Now the reason I prefer M1 Finance when creating portfolios is because they can automatically invest, sell, and rebalance your portfolio just with the click of a button. If you had 100 stocks in your portfolio, instead of choosing how much money to invest in each and every one of them, all you have to do is choose the percentage of weight that that particular stock holds in your portfolio, and M1 Finance will automatically invest a certain amount based on the percentage you select. It is extremely easy and user-friendly. Now, when you're creating your portfolio of stocks, there's some things you need to know. You should never have more than 20% of your stocks in any one asset class, and never more than 5% in any one particular stock. Investing this way means you can be really well diversified and to lower the amount of market risk that you're exposed to. Now, if you're a little confused on what sectors are, some of the most common sectors of business out there that you could get exposure to on the stock market are things like energy, materials, industrials, consumer discretionary, consumer staple, healthcare, financials, information technology, telecommunications, utilities, and real estate. When deciding on a stock, remember to look at all their financial statements, including their 10K report. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you, the first couple times you're gonna look at the financial statements and the 10K reports of these companies, you're gonna be extremely confused and it's gonna look like a foreign language. And there's plenty of free resources online and here on YouTube that'll help you read these financial statements. But if you'd like my personal help in doing these and understanding how to read these reports, leave a comment down below and I'll gladly help you out. It's important to know that you should not invest in a company just because that company is hot right now. 
because by the time you find out the stock is going up and you want to invest in it, chances are you've already missed the train and you stand a much higher likelihood of losing money as opposed to gaining money. So make sure that with every company you want to invest in, you look at all their financial statements. And in order to find these financial statements, you can either go to the SEC's website, that is the Security and Exchange Commission's website, and search up the business that you want to invest in and it should pull up their most recent filings. Or a more easy way is to go onto that company's website that you want to invest in. Usually scrolling all the way down at the bottom of the page, you'll see a tab that says Investor Relations. Click on that and that'll give you all the financial documents you need to review. Now once you create your portfolio, you should review it and rebalance it every quarter. The reason you should do it every quarter is so that you can play a more active role in reviewing how your individual companies are doing. If you notice one particular company quarter after quarter continues to do terribly, then you might wanna lower the exposure that that particular company has within your portfolio. Or if after you review the company's financials, you find out it's just having a bad time, but it is still a very lucrative and profitable business, maybe increase the weight inside your portfolio. That way more money goes to that while the stock is down. And as the market shows more favor towards that particular sector or that particular company, you'll stand a greater likelihood to make even more money. Now you might be thinking to yourself, what is rebalancing? Rebalancing is just buying and selling of your particular stocks so that it matches your target percentages in your portfolio. Rebalancing every quarter will have you capitalize the wins while supporting the losses. So if you have some particular stocks that are doing really well and going up in value, rebalancing trims some of those gains off and buys the stocks that are undervalued or that have gone down. That way you're not overweight or underweight in any particular stock. Rebalancing ensures that you're always selling high and buying low to maintain the proper target percentages in your portfolio. As an example, if part of your portfolio is the Apple stock as well as the Coca-Cola stock, and each stock is supposed to be weighted at 5% of your portfolio, but Apple goes up in value while Coke goes down. If you look at your portfolio, because Apple has gone up and Coke has gone down, it may show that instead of 5% on both, it's more like 7% on Apple and 3% on Coke. So rebalancing your portfolio would sell a little bit of Apple and buy more Coke. That way you capitalize on your gains and support your losses by buying more while they're down. And eventually within time, Coke will go up and Apple will go down and you rebalance again and continuously buy low and sell high. Now I wanna point out that doing the research yourself is what's gonna save you the most amount of money. Because if you wanna DIY invest, but you're still choosing very expensive ETFs or mutual funds, you're still gonna pay an arm and a leg in fees. But you gotta remember, each ETF and each mutual fund invests in individual stocks or bonds. So if you wanna save yourself that much more money, instead of investing in these mutual funds, look at what these mutual funds are investing in. And then do your research on all those stocks that that mutual fund is investing in and pick the top 10, 20, or 30 stocks that you understand how those companies make their money and you understand how the business structure works. And then choose whether or not to invest in them yourself. But whether you do it yourself or at the recommendation of an investment advisor, ETFs and mutual funds always have fees, some more than others. So when creating your portfolio, even if you wanted to use mutual funds or ETFs, just make sure you're cognizant of all the fees you may have to pay inside your portfolio, especially if the whole reason you were DIY investing is to save money on fees. So lastly, I encourage you guys, open up an M1 Finance account, create your first portfolio, research the stocks you want to put in it, and then tell me how it goes. And if you want some free advice, I'd gladly give you some free advice 
or if you want to learn how to read a 10k report or other financial documents from a company leave a comment down below and i'll gladly help you out other than that i hope you got value from this video and i hope i taught you something new today if i did please remember to like and subscribe because it really helps the youtube algorithm and getting this channel out for more viewers and more people to watch and learn until our next video have a good one